so I'm Lita. I'm Jackie. And this is Why Haven't You Watched That? Um, we t- watched Ocean's Eleven merely yes. merely minutes ago for you and yeah. <laughs> just well, last night for me. Ago, a couple hours ago. I've seen this movie so many times that I like, almost didn't need to watch it again, but I was like, I should probably take notes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw this movie when it first came out in theaters. Um, it's a really big movie with me and my mom. Yeah. Like, it's our shared movie that we both enjoy a lot because sometimes we really, really don't have the same taste in movies, but, like, um, this is one of the ones we watch all the time. That's really cool. Yeah. So, what were your thoughts? What did you think of it? Um, I liked it, but I feel like I am ruined by all of the other heist movies that I'm assuming that this movie inspired in the future that are, like, they're so extreme. (laughs) Yeah, because this was, I think this came out, like, this came out in, like, the early 2000s, Yeah, 2001. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought it was. I was like, really? I saw this movie when I was eleven, but okay. <laughs> um, not that it's like inappropriate for eleven year olds, especially. Yeah, was, I would say it was fairly tame, honestly. Yeah, yeah. One of my notes was actually how like Tess is. She's like objectified, but she's not sexualized. Yeah, I did. I have a note in there that's like, why are they calling Julia Roberts a girl? Because I feel like Julia Roberts has been a 30-year-old woman forever, and she will always be a 30-year-old woman, and there's nothing about her where you look at her and you're like, yes, that is a girl. No, that's a woman, and she deserves some fucking respect. Especially from fucking... She's a curator of a fucking museum in a hotel Fucking baby-faced Matt Damon and fucking... (laughs) punchable face brad pitt or like that's that's his girl and it's like you look like you're 12 shut the fuck up she's a woman like come on (laughs) that pissed me off (laughs) uh but yeah this definitely kind of like uh this movie like did like so well that like i think it, it definitely did inspire like more heist movies i think the italian i mean the thing is the italian job was and this were also based off of movies that came out like decades ago yeah but this was definitely like the superior one like the italian job isn't anywhere near as good as this it's this movie just has like um a certain it's just so cool (laughs) and it just has like a certain like charisma to it like uh the performances like the chemistry between the actors uh the writing uh even just kind of like the general mood and aesthetic of the movie yeah. The music helps contribute a lot to that. Like, you hear, like, a couple notes of the score of this movie, you know it, it instantly it's from Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. but that might also just be me, because no, <laughs> I've I, seen this movie I knew maybe, the like, score. 30 times. <laughs> I knew the score um, before I saw the movie, because it came on, and I was like, oh, this song, you know. Yeah. Like, this little It's, it's very ditty. distinctive. Yeah. And it's very much, like, that kind of spy music, like, seedy yeah, uh, it's like, oh, we're going on a caper, you know, that's yeah. kind of, that kind of thing. Yeah. I have actually seen The Italian Job. I I saw that a million years ago, and I yeah. feel like maybe I saw that instead of this, and I was like, good enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, The Italian Job, I mean, the thing is, The Italian Job was, like, fine, but, like, it was just, like, missing something, and also, like, Mark Wahlberg 
is not charming in any sort of way. Mm -hmm. So it, it definitely lacked, like, the George Clooney-ness. Because George Clooney is, like, very, like, a... He has a certain charming quality to him. Yeah, I... See, for me, it's got Clooney and Damon and Pitt all in it. And I feel like those are, like, three of the... 90s early 2000s heartthrobs that i like yeah never understood so, yeah <laughs> yeah i no, i definitely get i mean i always like i mean i was never like obsessed with george clooney but like george clooney would be like the one out of those three yeah that would consider the most attractive never was into brad pitt no i was only into matt damon for a very short period of time because he the guy i had a crush on looked a lot like matt <laughs> damon so like i was like oh okay matt damon's a thing but <laughs> that's yeah. funny yeah, I mean, I guess I could understand George Clooney a little bit more, and he definitely, like, even though I, I still don't really, like, get why people think he's, like, oh my god, the hottest man ever, but he does yeah. have undeniable charisma, so. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> This movie's just, like, fun, man. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, the characters are all just, like, like, the- the thing you get in this movie is, like, the sense of history without them explaining everything. Mm -hmm. Like, when Ruben is like, I owe you with the thing at the guy in the place and I'll never forget it. And then Russ is like, I've never been to Belize. And then they just leave it there. Yeah. And they don't, and, like, you really get a sense of, like, these characters have been known each other for a long time. They have really great chemistry, but it doesn't ruin it by, like, going into, like, flashbacks mm -hmm. or, like... You know, that sort of thing. Like, uh, like in the Avengers, with that whole Budapest thing that everybody, like, latched onto. And they were like, oh, Ugh, we want to yeah. find out the Budapest story. It's like, no, you, you don't, don't, man. <laughs> Cause, you like, just want to keep it in your imagination. And exactly. And it can be as cool as you want. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. Nothing's going to live up to, like, the illusion to it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, I did like that the all of the jokes were very natural feeling yeah 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 they're just like natural quipping that just kind of like it all like slides in yeah and it's like gone almost before you realize and then you're like oh that was funny mm -hmm. like me and my mom quote this movie at each other sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it's like do you think we need one more do you think we need one more all right we'll get one more <laughs> just like when we're shopping <laughs> yes <laughs> and it's it's nice because it's not like that really long fast like ooh, we're so self-aware we're so funny it's like we're so ooh, we just made a joke but bam you know yeah. it's just kind of like they just do it like you would in real life because mm -hmm. i mean gilmore girls and all of the the weedinverse stuff and anything inspired by those shows i feel like is very much like hoo, we're so smart and quirky yeah, like, and like, witty like, yeah, look how clever we are. Oh, yeah. oh, which man, look at all this clever dialogue no one would ever actually say in real life. <laughs> it's just, which that's I love. My pet peeve. But... I mean, the thing is, I feel like that sort of thing is perfectly fine if used sparingly. Mm -hmm. But it's when I've never seen Gilmore Girls. But like when it's like the entire show is just all like really clever, fast-paced, woody dialogue. I feel like I would get pulled out of it so fast. Well, yeah, it's like it's a different feeling too. Like Gilmore Girls, Buffy, and everything—they've got a much different feeling than this movie does. It's yeah, much, yeah. They're they're kind of in a different, almost surreal, removed reality, and this is yeah. This feels I mean, more it, like our reality. Yeah, I, I, it, it could be pulled off. I'm sure. Again, I've never seen Gilmore Girls. I think I've seen maybe like one episode of Buffy in my entire life. Yeah. So. Yeah. I those are two of like very formative shows to me in my childhood. Um <laughs> so I, I will reference it like probably in every single podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, this 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 movie was formative for me. Like, not that I necessarily want to ever make a heist movie. I mean, I'm not opposed to it, obviously. But like, mm-hmm. I I really would just I just like making fun shit that has like good memorable characters oh, and definitely. like clever writing and that sort of thing. And I just like want to make stuff that people like have fun and remember having fun too. I don't want it to be one of those things where like, oh, that was fun, and then you just immediately forget it. No. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I definitely like movies like that, too. Like, um, I feel like it's also very memorable because once they show the heist one way and you're like, ooh, that's how they did it. And then the guy is like, no, that's not how they did it. This is this is a staged thing. And then they actually show you what happened. I always yeah, love like, when they do that. Like double twist. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> bum, bum, you thought, bitch. <laughs> They were the SWAT team. Yeah. Um, That's why they got the van. <laughs> I was a little bit confused, though. The guy that... Um, I'm going to not remember any of their names except for Tess and Danny Ocean. But um, the the older guy that... Oh, uh, Saul? Pretends to have a heart attack. Yeah, Saul. Yeah. yeah. I didn't quite get... Because he's, like, very... I think... I mean, it's just a red herring, I guess, that he's kind of yep. looking not okay before they leave and then he's like sweating and shit so i thought like if you notice during yeah if like during the movie he's like taking stuff to make him react that way Um. like he's doing it like from the like after he says yes he's like taking pills and stuff yeah to make him have a reaction and make it look realistic so everyone's distracted and then they don't notice them switch the security footage okay i feel stupid now because i do like i saw him don't feel stupid because (laughs) (laughs) i saw him take the pill and like he's talking to brad pitt and he like looks nervous or like he's not feeling well and i was like oh he's taking the pill because he doesn't feel well i didn't like catch yeah the other time that's what you're supposed to think yeah especially because they mentioned that he has like ulcers and stuff yeah okay all right, so, so everything the, is fine. Because I was like, did he like, did the, did he actually die? That would have <laughs> been like an, that would have been like extremely well timed <laughs> reaction. Like they were like, well, he's gonna die anyway, so let's just accelerate it so we can pull off his heist. Like how dark? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't I actually mean, think that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I I didn't realize, but this is actually a remake i think yeah yeah from a uh, it was the original movie. yeah it was like the rat pack yeah back in the day. i've never i've never seen the original movie i gotta be honest um i'm because like i'm sure it's good but like for me just because this has so much like personal nostalgia and like formativeness to me it's just not gonna top this one for me i just like yeah this just this movie just kind of like means a lot to me personally Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like reluctant to watch the Rat Pack version, cause yeah, yeah I could see that being true. The they uh, net or uh, no what I I was just looking at the box office for the original one and it looks like it they made ten million dollars from it. They, they had like a really low budget and they they made ten million like net. At the box. Oh, okay. Yeah, because now that doesn't sound like a lot, but it was yeah, also the was, early 2000s. No, no, no. So no. This, this was the original, the 1960s. Oh, I was going to say, I'm like, really? It was yeah. only $10 million no, at the um, box office? I don't think that's right. But no. okay. Yeah, that was 1960 money. Um, yeah, yeah. This one had an $85 million budget, 
and yeah. total in the U.S. it made 183. Yeah, so. that sounds that sounds more correct. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like uh, the sequels to this. The second one famously was not as good as the first one. Nobody really liked the second one all that much, from what I can tell. Yeah. Though, like one funny thing that was in the second one, I don't know if you're planning on watch- continuing to watch the sequels. This is a bit of a spoiler, but not really. At one point, uh, Julia uh, Tess yeah. pretends to be Julia Roberts. Yeah. So it's like Julia Roberts also exists in this universe, and there's someone who looks exactly like her, mm-hmm. and it's like, then why hasn't that ever, ever been a thing? Yeah, like why aren't people? <laughs> like, do people would literally her? be stopping her in the street constantly if she looked exactly like Julia Roberts? So yeah, that's the thing that I hear the most about that movie is like, why did they do this? <laughs> yeah, it it was just for really just for like a dumb joke, and like I appreciate that the second movie tried to include women more in the actual heist. But it just wasn't done well. And then the third movie was was really good, too. Um, yeah. So the first one and the third one were good. The second one, you can skip it, but a couple things are revealed in the second movie that, like, if you watch the third movie without having seen the second, aren't going to make any sense. Oh, yeah. But, I would definitely watch, like, both of them if I was going to watch either of them, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're also making a Lady Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ocean's Eight, I think it's called. Yes, yeah. I just saw something about Olivia Munn having a cameo in it, and I was like, is she famous enough to even have a cameo? Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, she's real cute and everything, but it's just weird. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember any of the other people that are supposed to be in it. Uh, Sandra Bullock's in it. She, I think she's supposed to be uh, Danny's sister. Oh. So that's why they still get to call it Oceans. I think Mindy Collings in it. Oh. I think Rihanna's in it. <laughs> oh, you know what? She is. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, like, a couple other people that are in it. And, like, I'm excited, but I'm also, like, are they going to be able to be as cool as the original ones? I'm not saying it couldn't be. Obviously, I'm not going to say, well, it's women. It's not going to be as good. <laughs> like, obviously, I would never say that, but, like... Well, the female Ghostbusters. <laughs> no, I'm just concerned about, like, the writers and directors maybe treating it too differently. differently yeah. You know? Like, oh, they're women. We got to make it, like, super different. It's like, no, you don't. They can still be just as, like, cool as the guys. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah I uh, agree. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited. When does it come out? I don't even know. <laughs> what a um, great fan I am. <laughs> let's see. Let us let us use the Googles. I'm a big fan of the Googles. Hire me, Google. <laughs> right, while you're doing that, I'm also going to talk about how way back in the day. Next year. Uh, back when, like, a... The gender swap meme was a huge thing on Tumblr. Oh yeah, I did. I did one for uh for this movie, <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. And like, I wish it was real. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who did you pick? Uh, the, the the person I picked for Danny is is not like a famous, really a famous person. She was like she played Bobby Barrett on Mad Men, and like she just has like a great voice. So I like cast her as Danielle Ocean, but Danny with an I for short. Yeah. Uh, uh have you ever seen Leverage? Mm, yes, I you know think uh, the so. blonde, the blonde girl that's in it. Uh, the character's name is Parker. I had her for Rusty because Leverage is like such a similar concept <laughs> to like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Uh, um, I had Wanda Sykes as Bernie Mac's character. Oh, um, um just an, a trivia bit about the Melissa McGraw from Mad Men. She played Scully's sister in the X Files. Oh, so I've seen her in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Uh, 
I can't remember everyone. I remember it was like a Kristen Bell and Anna Faris as the twins. Oh yeah, I always thought they looked really similar. That would honestly be fucking hilarious. Have yeah, they, they would be so funny. They would be so funny. This is why I'm mad that I that this version didn't, doesn't exist. Oh, and Betty White was Saul. Oh of course. yeah, yeah. That would be. <laughs> Can great. you imagine? That'd be so cool. Uh, but alas, <laughs> <laughs> we can't always get what we want. Um. Apparently, Dakota Fanning is gonna be in. Ocean's 8. Yeah. Which is, I feel like she hasn't been in anything in a while, really. Yeah, she hasn't. I'm. She was, yeah. just, like, going to college and shit. Yeah, like a, you know, responsible person or <laughs> <Yeah>. whatever. <laughs> like a real person. <laughs> yeah, like she, a normal human. <laughs> her and Miranda Cosgrove are, like, going to college and all the other little starlets are, like, I don't even know, like, doing cocaine and, and <laughs> I, I don't know, having lipstick empires or something. <laughs> yeah, why? that is Why do they make so much money? does turn into such a thing yeah (laughs) it didn't i mean the thing is like when i was younger like celebrities had like makeup lines and clothing lines and stuff but it was always just kind of like a random thing that they did that wasn't really like something that was like them Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like wasn't like pushed so hard but like everyone's like i guess because there's such a makeup thing going on now too Mm mm-hmm well, know. I feel like it was kind of almost a joke sometimes when people were had their own perfume. Like, when Britney's yeah, perfumes yeah, yeah. came out. I mean, that's still done. Like, freaking One Direction has perfume. <laughs> Do they but, really? Like... <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird. Yeah. Because, like, you gotta sell to those tween girls, man. Yeah. They'll buy anything One Direction, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Are they even still together? Aren't they all, like, solo artists now? I'm not I, with the times. The thing is, I think... A bunch of them have branched off into solo stuff. I don't know if, like, the band itself has disbanded or if maybe they're just on a break or something. I have no idea. I don't care about what direction. Yeah, I don't. I don't keep up with my boy band news. No. No, no. All I know is that, like, some of my friends think a couple of them are are a couple together. That's all I know. Oh, God. (laughs) The, what is it? Um, I don't even remember the name. It's like Larry or something. Yeah, like that, yeah, Larry, Larry, and Liam there's and Harry. a, yeah, and then there's a Zane and the other one. Oh yeah, the <laughs> other one. He's like the fucking uh, Ringo Starr. <laughs> oh, oh, no, oh, there's direction. another. There's another other one though. Oh no, there's well, two it's Ringo other and George. ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um. Back to uh, famous people that are famous just like the Beatles were famous. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was really cool. All of the just random cameos in the very beginning of the movie. I was really excited to see Topher Grace because I was like, yeah, the poker game. (laughs) I didn't know Topher Grace was in this movie. I thought he was going to be like a main character. And then I was sad that he wasn't. No, he was just playing himself. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, the thing, the funny thing about that scene too, is like even by 2001, a lot of those people weren't really that famous anymore. Uh, so it's even funnier thinking about that. <laughs> well, I feel like Topher was still in that seven. Yeah, he w- he was he was like the only one in that group I think who was still and like actually doing stuff. Holly well, Marie like, Combs he- was in Charmed, and I think that was still going on then. Yeah. So. I feel like some of them have had resurgences since then. Yeah. There was another kid that he was like in an episode of Buffy, and then he's been on a long-standing TV show for a while. 
But I don't remember his name because I don't care about him. <laughs> <laughs> See, I only knew who, like, a couple of those people were in that room. Yeah. It was, like, Topher Grace, Shane... What's Shane West. Yeah, that's who Shane I was West. talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Josh Jackson. Oh that yeah, was, him too. I don't know. I did. I didn't know who the girl was. And... Yeah, she was in Charmed. She was one of the the sister witches. Yeah, I never saw Charmed. Yeah. My friend Neil was obsessed with that TV show. <laughs> I watched some of it with my parents, but I never liked it as much as the other shows. It seems like you either really loved Charmed or you really loved like Buffy. I not both. <laughs> watch them <laughs> i was really not a tv person at the time yeah i was so and I, I mean i guess i still am too yeah but um another another person that i was excited to see was bernie mac oh yeah bernie mac i didn't realize that he was in this and then i was like yeah oh, i'm really sad he's been gone for a long time now yeah the, he's also in all three movies actually i did not know that so yeah like he, he i think he died not too long after the third one came out if i recall correctly yeah because the the third one came out in 07 and i think he died in 08 yeah it wasn't too long after that yeah I don't actually remember like what happened. It didn't like. I think it was just a health? heart attack or something. Yeah, like that. I'm not. I don't entirely remember. I if I'm gonna be it, honest. Uh, my sister loved his show, so I would watch episodes oh, yeah. of that with her. Like she seriously was obsessed with it and watched it like every single day. <laughs> <laughs> and we like we bought her the DVD box set for Christmas. I think one year. <laughs> like she still has it too. <laughs> Like I, I, I saw show. some of that. I saw some of that show. It it was it was pretty funny from yeah. what I can remember. It's just such like, a random show for her to be obsessed with. Like yeah, that know. does sound kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. One of my other notes, like fucking Trump having to ruin everything. The Trump Plaza sign oh, in the background when he's on the phone. I was like, oh my god, why are you ruining one of my favorite movies? You fucking son of a bitch. He pops up <gasps> in so much shit. Literally, we were just watching Veronica Mars for the first time, and she mentions him, and she literally is like, oh, I'll make sure he doesn't, like, sexually harass me or something. And that was made in, like, 2004. <sighs> so... I, I just, he, he's, like, he, like, permeated the pop culture landscape so much, and I'm sure that's one of the major reasons he won. Because uh, yeah. so many people are just like, oh, I recognize Familiar. who that is. Let me vote for him. <laughs> Which is so weird because I don't remember him being that much of a thing back then. Besides but, The Apprentice. Like, I thought that everyone yeah. was just like, that's the dude we fucking hate from The Apprentice. Because the thing is, he was much more of a thing in the 80s. Yeah. So, um, some, of it kinda, some of it kind of some of it kind of bled onto my childhood. But I think you missed the big Trump yeah. extravaganza. Well, because he had, like, the casinos and then, like, he had, like... I don't know. He was just a whole cultural thing in the 80s, especially because, you know, in the 80s, it was always about, like, uh, the rich white dudes and how great they are <sighs> because they're rich. <laughs> well, I know it's he like, had... like, look at them. They have so much money. They, they're they in stocks. Wow. So great. <laughs> he had a big part in the incarceration of the Central Park Five because oh, he, yeah, like, took yeah. out an ad about them and then it ended up not even being those boys that did yeah, yeah, yeah. the crime. I just... Uh... It just, it, uh, it, the whole thing, it just proves if you're a white rich man, you can fucking get away with anything. Anything. Yep. It, it's just so de fucking depressing. And what's even more depressing is, much like all of the shitty movies that they keep rebooting now from the 80s, he's a reboot. 
because he was really popular in the 80s and oh now my he's god really popular he's a, now he's, he's a fucking symptom of the <laughs> it's like the final like uh i was about to say the final problem but like let's not <laughs> let's not get into a sherlock discussion oh jeez <laughs> yeah i i have today. no stake in that conversation at all so yeah no <laughs> Maybe so, maybe one day I'll do my own thing about that, but today is not that day. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I am still curious about Bernie Mac, and apparently he had a inflammatory lung disease oh. for a very long time, and um he had basically a cardiac arrest att- okay. attack no <laughs> that's two things that i combined that are the same thing yeah he went into cardiac arrest and died of pneumonia basically so that's lung so issues and everything so that's he wasn't that, shitty. he wasn't that old either what was he like no he was 50s? so young he was yeah. he was like 52 or something yeah that's so that's so awful i always hate when like actually i mean like i don't know he could have had problematic shit yeah, because it seems I, I like assume does. any any man with any amount of power whatsoever has yeah. done some horrible thing. But <laughs> as far as I am aware, he seemed like yeah. a good person, so it's always sad. Yeah, and nothing's way. nothing's come out about bad about him at all. I don't think since so. then. So I don't. I don't. If he, if he did anything bad, it wasn't anything like that terrible. Or we just like haven't been in the circles that are talking about it. <laughs> yeah, like but... the, the Bernie Mac message boards <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Uh, I just like I just think the idea of like hyper specific message boards is really funny. <laughs> it's super weird. Like how I was on the Smosh message boards as a child, like yeah. the YouTube duo. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. What? And I made friends on there. Like I still yeah. uh, have people on social media from those message boards. See, you, that doesn't top mine. That the that the one I am referring to right now is the Shrine of Snape message board. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Back in two, 2001, actually. Oh, no. It was around that time. And, like, oh, man. <laughs> Some good times. You were one of those. I was one of those, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I'm always very much, like, like, not black and white, I guess, about the good and evil, but I was like, I hate Snape because he's yeah. mean to the kids. Yeah, see, the and thing is, too, I don't even have the excuse of being like, oh, well, because he was bullied or he loved Lily. Like, no, this was before. Yeah. <laughs> this was fucking even before, I think, Goblet of Fire came out, I think, or around that time, I think. Yeah. It was before Order of the Phoenix. It was before all that. So you didn't <laughs> so know. So I had no that. excuse. It's besides being 11, I guess. But Yeah. <laughs> It makes, I mean, being 11 is, is an excuse in itself, yeah, I it's think. A, it, yeah. <laughs> I mean. I also was, like, in love with Malfoy, so. <laughs> you liked the bad boys. I did. Thankfully, <laughs> I grew out of that phase. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good phase to have. No. But I, I, it happened at a harmless age, I would say. Like, I'd yeah. rather have had that phase when I was, like, a preteen rather than, like, in my 20s when it would actually oh, yeah. matter. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, in high school or something. Yeah. Yep. In high school, I just liked idiots. <laughs> that was my thing. That's all there was available in high school. So yeah, I mean, yeah. how can you not? There maybe like there was like maybe like no, all of them were idiots. No, <laughs> I can't even think of a single one that wasn't an idiot. So yeah, even the guy I dated. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I can say the same thing too because even though I'm still with Chris, he was an idiot when we were dating back then. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've just grown. They're- they're all dumb. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, so we did Austin Powers as our first episode, and an interesting bit of trivia about this is that um, when Rusty goes in disguise, his wig was the same wig that Mike Myers used in rehearsals. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So, like, (laughs) podcast meta, kind of. (laughs) Oh, wow, that that came full circle. Yeah. That's cool. (laughs) We didn't even plan that. No. (laughs) Wouldn't that be cool, though, like, if we based all of the episodes on, like, some sort of degree of separation between all the movies, but it was random, like, it wasn't an actor, it was just, like, some stupid bit of trivia. prop or, like, some reference or something. Yeah. That would be, like, too hard. It would be a challenge. <laughs> That's a podcast maybe, idea maybe, for someone Maybe else. one day if we, like, <laughs> maybe one day if we're, like, still doing this and we're, like, you know what, let's just <laughs> six degrees of separation the podcast. Yeah. Oh, that would be actually so cool because, like, I have this obsession with being, like, oh, this person, I recognize them from this. And also they were in this. Who was in this with that? And then this person was in this with that person. And I'm, I love making connections like that, so. yeah. And oh. that's especially, like, fun to do with, like, British television and movies. Because, oh, like, yeah. it's, the, the, it's, it's the, the same, same group of, like, 40 people. Yeah. <laughs> Max. Yeah. We're just, like, in everything. Like, anything that's, like, got Edgar Wright or Simon Pegg attached to, you know, that everyone to do with Spaced is yeah. in some part of that movie or show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, oh. uh, from, like... A creator's perspective it's it's like you 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 find the people you like working with and you just want to keep working with them yeah i can see that like people because... get on like tim burton for like always casting like johnny depp and helena bonham carter back in the day mm-hmm. but it's also like if it works it works but did it work well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll re- listen- <laughs> that's a matter of opinion i guess <laughs> we'll leave it up to you dear listener <laughs> uh um and speaking of of degrees of separation, bringing it back around, um, Don Cheadle I didn't know was in this movie. Who is in Iron Man? And I was asking you why he was uncredited because I thought that was really weird because he's got like a major role. Yeah. And apparently it's because they fought about the billing because he wanted to like have his place rightfully so amongst like the white guys like Clooney well, yeah. and Damon. Of course. And um, so they refused him, and then he didn't get credited at all. That's, wow. And he was in the next two movies, too. Mm-hmm. So. But he got proper one. billing in those, I guess. Yeah. Maybe it was, like, but a yeah. different production team on the, the, the second ones. Hopefully. Because <laughs> yeah. that's real shitty. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Uh, or, you ne- or they just negotiated, renegotiated it from the beginning. Yeah, hopefully. I mean. Like a new contract. Uh, yeah. Hollywood shit. (laughs) (laughs) I also, like, I had to ask myself, is he actually British? Because I was like, I feel like this is a bad accent, but also, like, would I know if Don Cheadle's British? Because I probably wouldn't. Because I've only ever seen him in things with an American accent. Yeah, is he? No, he's not. (laughs) Yeah, I I figured he was. But the thing is, sometimes he can't tell because Mm -hmm. Emma Watson sounds like she's putting on a bad English accent, but she's actually English. Because she's very posh. Yeah, and the same thing with um, Amelia Clark. Her accent sounds totally fake. Oh, yeah. But that might be attributing more to just bad speaking mm-hmm. when acting rather than the accent itself. Because when she's speaking normally, she sounds fine. So <laughs> I feel like it's also them trying to be characters that are, like, very 
ah, oh, I talk like this, and I'm very official and know it all. And they put on, like, a different Airs, elevation, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, for the longest time, I didn't know that, what's his face? Uh, Christian Bale. I didn't know that he was British. Yeah, I didn't know that for a very long time either. I remember uh, I went uh, when I saw The Prestige, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a really good accent. And yeah. I found out it was his like, fucking real accent. It's his real voice. <laughs> I, and the same thing with Hugh Jackman. I always assumed he was American. And then when I found yeah. out he was he's like Australian. Yeah. It's really yeah, weird. I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? It's real weird, especially because he like... I mean, I guess he's also playing a Canadian in X-Men, so I was like, yeah. oh. Well, who can tell the difference between yeah. <laughs> accents? Not really. Unless it's, like, a very A, a boot kind of accent. <laughs> I, I still but, like, it. no one can't, almost no one in Canada really talks like no. that, so it's, like, a very specific region, I think. The only thing that I notice is they make a certain, like, O sound, like, when they yeah, say Yeah, when sorry. they say sorry. Yeah. yeah I've, I'm, like, when I watch a lot of kids in the hall sketches, and I, I've mm-hmm. heard, like, Scott Thompson say it sorry mm-hmm. like that constantly so i feel yeah. like that's a very just like north america thing as in like also north yeah because like people States. like uh yeah like like people around the great lakes region mm-hmm. say like that too i think so and like the dakotas and stuff because i have yeah. a coworker from dakota north dakota and she says sorry and and has weird inflections like that i mean not weird just weird to you yeah foreign yeah. <laughs> How foreign is it, the Dakotas? They seem so far away. Do they even exist? I don't know. Ooh, speaking of things that I didn't know, like, with my own two eyes existed until just recently, chipmunks. I saw a fuck ton of chipmunks when we were on Mount Rainier, and (laughs) I can now say that they are real live creatures, because who knew? Have have I ever seen a chipmunk? They they could have been alive for all I knew because I hadn't seen them with my own eyes before, just like Santa Claus. I've seen photos of chipmunks. I don't know <laughs> if I've ever actually seen one in person. Yeah, I've seen I've seen many a squirrel in my day, but never <laughs> a chipmunk. <laughs> well, squirrels are fucking everywhere. Squirrels are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Their chipmunks are much smarter and faster than squirrels. They definitely care more about their self preservation. I have a couple of very blurry pictures of them because they're too fast. <laughs> But they were there, and I saw them. Well, if they're just blurs, how can we, you know, trust well, you that they're I mean, real? I mean, you don't have like to. like Bigfoot photos, you know? But now I know for myself. We also saw um, marmosets, or marmots, or I don't know, one of those words. They're just like big stoner land beavers. <laughs> they're They're cute, though. Anyways, uh, <laughs> well, like, yeah, we should probably stop talking about chipmunks. Yeah. Right, one thing I want to bring up is, uh, what do you think of like the character of like Tess herself and like her kind of like role in the story as like the prize? Yeah, that was super weird, but I guess it's not. It wasn't as like overtly offensive to me as other movies yeah. like this have been because, like, at the end. I, I mean, like, I don't know. It's still really weird. He's he, When he's like, oh, I don't know if this belongs to me. And she's like, ha, silly, I love you. <laughs> of course. Yeah. It, I, it's weird. I mean, it kind of helps that, like, she does kind of, like, feel like her own character. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't, like, take Danny's shit so easily. Um, yeah. I she, she doesn't have, like, that much screen time, I feel like. But they do manage to 
actually kind of make her three dimensional. Yeah. In what little time she has. And they yeah. do like kind of let her make the decision on her own, anyways. Yeah, yeah it's, and like it's... and like you, and like that's Danny's like plan too. He's like, I'm not the one who's gonna have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of appreciate that, and it is kind of like difficult because I can see like I'm trying to figure out how to word this. It's a little manipulative. Yeah, it is, but like also. I get it from, like, a storytelling standpoint, how there needs to be, like, bigger stakes and, like, he needs a reason to really be doing this. Yeah, because Hooch is just like, oh, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow it's like, oh, and This guy's kind of an asshole, so the first thing I do when I get out of jail is I'm gonna rob him. I'm yeah. not even gonna wait till my parole's over. I'm gonna do it right now. Yeah. So, and they did make it not too gross. Um... So, yeah, it's it's a bit complicated, I would say, but I don't feel like it was handled poorly, like, especially poorly. Yeah, I feel like it could have been handled better, but then the movie would be completely different. Yeah, so I, th- I think they did the best they could with the plot line mm-hmm. they could, but it also, I don't know, I wish she, I wish she could have, like, done more in the sequel. She's not in the third movie at all. Oh, that's um, sucky. Yeah, um... So I wish they could have, like, come up with something better for her to do in the sequel, I guess, is what I would say. Yeah. Because what she does in the be... sequel is, like, like stupid. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was really sad when they were talking to each other and he's like, does he make you laugh? And she's like, well, he doesn't make me cry. And that's such a, that's such a. Thing. I, I don't know like exactly how to put it but in relationships like so many people are like well the I mean on both sides of it like the um god what what was his name like, again the bad guy uh, Terry <laughs> Terry Terry Benedict, yeah um the bad guy <laughs> I don't know the but bad- <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's not like you're just trying to run a business Lita you're <laughs> <laughs> just trying to make a living <laughs> he's a capitalist and he's fucking evil okay (laughs) oh fuck Uh, anyways what i was trying to say is on one side of it it's shitty when people think that they have to settle for someone who's boring or who they don't really like because they're like well they're at least like a neutral position as opposed to a different relationship that had a lot of extremes but then it's also like a good relationship doesn't mean that there's a lot of extremes like yeah yeah she when she said at least he doesn't make me cry like yeah that's a good fucking reason to not be with someone and just because he like robs something for her doesn't mean that that's not going to still happen in the future no because i i feel kind of i don't feel like i can really talk about this too much because i've never really had like tumultuous relationships i am very much averse to conflict (laughs) if i had the even the slightest inkling like a relationship was gonna be like have a lot of like arguments a lot of like drama i'd just be like out of there (laughs) but like but um yeah there is something to say like do you want the relationship that has the really high highs and the really low lows Mm -hmm. or do you want something that maybe you're not like really super in love with that person but you're also not, like, everything isn't, like, so up in the air and, like, you don't know what the next day is going to bring or if, like, 
it just kind of like becomes like not abusive. It's but, like, it's very close to though. Yeah, you know, very it's close it's, to it's it. emotionally abusive to it. Not in all of these cases. Sometimes it's just these people don't fit as a couple. Yeah. Sometimes it's worse than that. But yeah, I, it's it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, because like sometimes, I mean, I feel like the grown-up thing is like you can be in love with someone, you can still not be right for each other. Yeah, very true. Which sucks. It yeah. sucks. Like that's a shitty situation to be in. But sometimes it's the way it goes, unfortunately. And sometimes you also have to do growing apart from each other or together to be yeah. able to get to a point where you treat each other better. Yeah, you have a bit of experience with that. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of experience. With that. <laughs> Just and, a little bit. <laughs> and that's the thing too is like, I am very much. I don't like conflict. I am. I have so much anxiety. I can't deal with it. But when you're already sort of like in the thick of a relationship and you do love someone, you don't want to just give up on it yeah. at the first sign of conflict, yeah. because you're like, oh well we can make it work still and like in my situation we did but we also had to do yeah. some growing apart from each other for yeah. and i guess while. it kind of like snowballs from there as well oh yeah. i mean the the one serious relationship i was in like they're like when you're in it you don't recognize the warning signs or if you do you think it's like not a big deal or you just kind of like want to ignore things mm-hmm. so i get it <laughs> yeah i just kind of want to trudge along <laughs> i feel like i'm a little bit more like aggressively against hiding my feelings when I'm in relationships like with my friends I will I have let them treat me like shit in the past and I'll just be like you're right it's fine I won't like be confrontational but in relationships I'm like no you're gonna listen to me and I'm gonna <laughs> stop crying and we're gonna sort it out because this is an you just turn into like a New Yorker <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> it's like you're putting on a bit of an accent honestly I, I, I get I it though arguing. because <laughs> when we're like, arguing we're- now i put on like funny accents to like so that we both know that it's not actually like a serious fight and like we'll like joke around with each other when we are arguing because then we're like okay everything's fine you know <laughs> like we're just arguing about the dishes or something and we'll like be making funny noises at each other <laughs> uh, i forgot what was- oh yeah because I, I, I can understand though because i feel like romantic relationships feel like it's higher stakes and so yeah. you want to get your feelings out but because you hear about like abusive romantic relationships all the time or like bad romantic situations but nobody really talks about like abusive and toxic friendships that much yeah and it feels harder to you can't just break up with a friend like you can with a significant other i mean you can but there's no like framework for it Mm -hmm. like there's no script for it Besides just, like, ghosting someone. So, like, and just never speaking to them again. Yeah, or just outright saying, I don't want to be friends with you anymore, and then it's just this whole fucking thing. Yeah, it's It's, just, it's very awkward to do that. Like, obviously it's awkward to break up with a romantic partner as well, but, like, at least then there's, like, again, like I said, like, a script and a framework that you're going off of. Yeah, because, like, the other person knows that there's one. Yeah. But with friends, it's not the same thing. Exactly. Because, like, when you start dating someone, it's usually like, hey, do you want to date now? Or, like, do you want to be my boyfriend slash girlfriend slash whatever? So you're, like, kind of entering into an agreement at that point. And then there is this, like, 
unspoken thing that says like this could end anytime exactly (laughs) but with friends it's usually like nobody really knows how exactly they became friends with each other like it wasn't like do you want to be friends with me yeah you you know after elementary school you don't be like hey let's be friends yeah exactly (laughs) unless you like jokingly say to someone oh my god are we best friends now (laughs) (laughs) which i've done a couple times yeah a little bit of like well i don't know is that from stepbrothers well, it is, but also sort of. I think it's just like a joke that existed yeah. before that too. But. Yeah. Um, so anyways, good discussion on relationships and that does pertain to the movie sort of. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it did spiral from a specific relationship in the movie. So, mm-hmm. you know. We're getting relevant. better. We're getting better at staying We're... slightly on topic. Um, <laughs> we did go into a tangent about chipmunks. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my fault. I digress so much. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I have a bunch of other notes too that we haven't even like gotten to yet all right let's hear it man um the actor that plays Yen is named Xiaobao Chin I think um okay and these are the only movies that he ever has been credited for because he's actually an acrobat yeah 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 I like they like that whole like a Cirque du Soleil thing or the the circus thing or whatever I think it was like just real thing that was like actually going on and they filmed it that's i think i'm not entirely sure i remember reading that somewhere but i don't know if i actually read it (laughs) yeah um they said that he was rehearsing for the peking acrobats when they spotted him and asked him to audition so yeah um another thing is okay do you know is there a term for this sort of shot when they are like riding on the subway or the bus or whatever and it's that weird half slow motion oh that's like really uh, dreamy yeah i know what you're talking about there there i'm sure there is a name for it but i don't know <laughs> i don't know what it you're is you're supposed to be my source for i know these things. i know but i'm 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 not a cinematographer <laughs> I, I don't i don't know all the technical terms for everything but i do know what you're talking about i it, it, i hate it is that co- effect <laughs> oh, oh i was about to say it's kind of a cool effect when you <laughs> yeah i i don't personally like that effect myself but why not it, it like it feels too surreal in this movie i guess like i guess it can be like you said when used correctly in in movies it can be cool but it feels too surreal in this movie i guess yeah like it gives me a very it is dream kind of, a, feeling yeah, it is a bit of an odd choice i guess now that you mention it and i think that that's the only time it happens yeah that's the only time that happens in that movie i'm it's, pretty sure it's just kind of bizarre yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah. i don't know why the director decided to do that yeah he was just having some him. fun. <laughs> just having some fun. You know, I mean, that's a that's a valid reason to do something, I feel like, especially yeah. in a movie like this. If I had that big of a budget, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do this thing. It's going to make me happy. It's like it looks cool. That's yeah. why I did it. I feel like, like, that happens a lot of times. Like, I feel like when people are, like, analyzing things, like, in, like, literature or film, it's like, yeah, sometimes there is, like, a specific meaning being portrayed, but a lot of the times, honestly, it's like, this just looked cool, or it happened by accident, and it looked, it was like, alright, let's just go with it, or that sort of thing, or we had to, like, we wanted to do something else, but then we had to, like, switch it and do this instead, and, um, it's always, like, fun seeing, like, oh, this has a deep symbolic meaning, and they're like, "No, it's just it's just a thing." Yeah, it was just because <laughs> we, we thought it looked cool. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, oh, 
I was about to go into a, a Sherlock thing, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna restrain myself. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Another of my notes is that Julia Roberts looks fantastic as an Auburn slash yes. brunette person. I know. It's such a good color for her. Um, I feel like I've usually seen her blondish. So I, I, yeah, I don't know. it's either always either like straight up brunette or blonde. Like yeah. in the later years, she was like did more blonde stuff, but when earlier in her career, she was just like always brown hair. So I don't know why she doesn't do redhead more often. It works. Yeah, <laughs> it looked really natural too. Yeah, it did. I I love when actors actually. There's a lot of actors. Another thing is, like, when you don't know people are British, when you don't know people are redheads, there's a lot yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. actresses that do yeah, that. Yeah, Christina Hendricks had everyone fooled for a long time. Um, <laughs> She had me fooled till right this fucking second. You, you didn't know? Yeah, she's a natural blonde. What? Yeah, she is. I had no she idea. dyes her hair red. She's been dyeing her hair red for a very, very, very long time. Oh like, way God. before Mad Men. She's been doing it since she was, like, in her early 20s, I think. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Because I knew Emma Watson and Sophie Turner and a couple other people, but... Emma... Oh, wait, do you mean Emma Stone? Emma... Yeah, I'm sorry. Emma Stone. <laughs> I was going to say, what are you talking about? Listen, there's too many Emmas in this world. <laughs> Emma Roberts, Emma Stone. Yeah. Emma... Emma Watson. Emily Watson is also a confusing one. Um, I, I think that's funny, too, because, like, I'm naturally blonde and was... Everyone in college thought that I was, like, naturally a redhead because... Yeah. I red, had... is, red is red is just red is just like you. It yeah. like captures your soul, man. <laughs> like everybody at work is like, "Oh, your hair looks so pretty right now. Like it's it's so nice blonde." I'm like, "Yeah, I kind of hate it." And they're like, "Well, it doesn't fit your personality. The red fits your personality." <laughs> it does though. Yeah. And like I I've I've recently dyed my hair red and I just feel like I I've leveled up. Mm-hmm. Like it's my next Pokémon evolution. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I feel like, like I feel like I've leveled down. Like I feel like I got damaged in a battle or something. <laughs> <laughs> like now I look like this. <laughs> like I look busted. <laughs> I feel like middle school Lita again. Like oh. it's horrible. Oh no. And I have to rant about something real quick, okay? Okay. The, yesterday, I didn't have any, like, YouTube videos from new people, or not new people, but, like, my people to to watch. So I watched a recommended video that was a hairdresser reacting to Jenna Marbles dyeing her hair red, and, like, not red, like, natural, like, red as in like real... Like, red? Red, actual red, yeah. And yeah. he is like doing like a reaction video and it was really boring honestly so i fast forwarded it all reaction videos are boring that's kind of like true true (laughs) but he was like i don't understand why all these blondes always go red i don't like redheads i think it's not cute unless you're naturally red why is the first step from blonde always red and i was like bitch I don't like any I'm of like, your you opinions. I'm like, you can making, like, the jerking off motion with my hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I'm sorry that you're a hairdresser and that's your opinion, but also, like, you can't say that about every fucking person that dyes their hair red. Like, plenty of people dye their hair brunette or black or blonde, and they don't look the right the pro- The problem is finding color. the right shade for, like, your skin tone. Exactly. Like, that's really all it is. And... And obviously, if you have a good hairdresser and a good colorist, they'll they'll be able to make one for you that is a right shade if you're going to salon anyway. Yeah, um, and obviously, like 
Jenna Marbles was like, I'm gonna fuck this up. It's gonna be hilarious. It wasn't. And she like, did it like for the. She did it for the video. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and, and she also, does like, all kinds she of. She clearly fucked up wasn't stuff going for like a natural look. So. No. Yeah. Anyways, that was a tangent because it's. I've been holding that in me since yesterday, and I needed to rant about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, um, I really liked the Cockney slang because it took me back to when I played uh, that one Nancy Drew game. Oh, which one? <laughs> Uh, Which one? The Curse of Blackmore Manor. It's my favorite one. It's really uh, good. Was it? I don't think that was. I was very much like first, second generation Nancy Drew games player, like the first ones. Oh yeah. And then I stopped playing them after a while. It's like the twelfth one. I mean, it still yeah. is like really old, but yeah, yeah. Mine were the even older ones. Yeah. <laughs> it was like mine were like the first ones they did. Yeah. I think I stopped at like a. Was it like the Marie Antoinette one? Oh yeah, that's yeah. The fourth I think that one. was the last one. I love that one too. That I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, that one frustrated me. That was the one I couldn't beat because I couldn't beat the puzzle in the tower. Anyway, that's not. Uh, it was relevant. It really hard. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't finish it, but yeah, that's not relevant. Um, <laughs> what were you saying? I'm sorry. I, I'm just like going over some more trivia and my notes and everything because I feel like we haven't talked enough about the actual movie. Like we keep going on little tangents. Well, which the, the are thing fun. Is, the thing is, like <laughs> the movie's good, but like there isn't like. Like, it's, like it's a heist movie. Powers, there isn't like that much to discuss. Yeah, about they it. they plan it, they pull it off, they explain how they it, did it. It's and, cool. Yeah, you know, it's like pretty. There neat. Were, Rust eats something in almost every scene. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of him, though, I fucking Brad Pitt. I've finally realized why I love the movie Fight Club so much. It's because I just really like watching Brad Pitt get punched because he has <laughs> such a punchable face. He just looks like such a little asshole. Like he's always gonna say something smug to you and try to like look up your skirt or something, or like <laughs> knock your books out of your hands. I don't know, oh or like flirt with you, and then you'll be like really confused because you're like, oh my god, he's too cute to be flirting with me. What's going on? What's the ulterior motive? Like, so I yeah. very punchable face. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have any strong opinions on Brad. The only thing I would say about Brad Pitt is that he has a reputation, or in the past, he had a reputation for being a pretty boy, but he is actually quite a good actor. Yeah. So, um, I don't think that's really, like, the case now anymore, now that he's older, but, like, back yeah. in the day, that's what, that, that'd be the only opinion I have on Brad Pitt. <laughs> I can see, though, like, being, like, him being, like, those kind of guys who, like, flirt with you, just, and then you're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this real? What's he doing? <laughs> Which guys, that's why I, let's not get into my whole <laughs> being bad at flirting and romance bullshit. Yeah, um, it's it's confusing and I hate it and yeah. I, I hate being like, reminded of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at, le- at least uh, you're not single though, so you don't really have to. <laughs> you don't got to be out on these streets. <laughs> True, but still, like sometimes people will be talking to me and like if they don't know that I have a boyfriend or whatever like it's still you feel all of a sudden like you're transported back to high school or something like oh oh are you flirting are you not I don't understand like you I don't know what's going on I feel like I'm about to be embarrassed or like I'm on a hidden camera show or something you know (laughs) yeah see my default position to assume they either are one not flirting or two they are but they flirt with everybody (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's it I would say it served me well, but I'm also, like, haven't dated anyone in over three years, so. <laughs> you just Who knows? it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I don't want to be, really. Or I haven't 
before. Anyway, this isn't relevant. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. All right. <laughs> um, I mean, the the Elvis song that they play, I that's like probably my favorite Elvis song, and I guess it wasn't oh, that popular yeah. before this. Yeah, I I have the soundtrack to this movie actually. Really? Yeah, and that that's one of the songs on it. Like, actually made it onto the soundtrack. Um, oh, yeah! Oh, my God, I can't believe I forgot to mention this. Alright, so when I was watching it again, and, like, the scene where, like, Rust is, like, looking at, like, the dancers in the glass window thing behind the bar. Oh, yeah. And he just looks, like, fairly bored. I was like, <laughs> wouldn't it have been cool if, like, Rust had, had been, been gay? gay? Yeah. <laughs> that would that have been, like, been... such a cool twist. Yeah. I feel fun. like that probably never even crossed anyone involved. Yeah, I'm sure they mind. never even, like, thought of it. And that's kind of what it is. I feel like a lot of movies, I don't think the people, necessarily think the people, like, behind the movies, like, are maliciously like, oh, let's not put any gay people in. <laughs> they just don't even Fuck think the queers, you know? They just, like, don't think of it. <laughs> yeah. And and it, that happens a lot with portrayals of women in media, too. Like, mm-hmm. the male writers and creators and producers, they just don't think yeah. to, you know, like, women are people what you know, it's just kind of like, let's give them like full 3d characters i don't i don't know what you're talking about so. they have their own agency besides just moving the plot along or giving the man pain to work on or or to be the romantic prize at the end of the movie you know mm-hmm. it's just kind of like and also oh yeah that is something i will say about this movie too the romance doesn't feel shoehorned in a lot of movies, like, there's, like, a romantic subplot that doesn't need to be there. This yes. is ne- this one was necessary to the movie. And yeah, they, I feel like George Clooney and Julia Roberts had good chemistry. Yeah, you can tell they feel like they had a past. Like, yeah. their scenes feel heavy. They did well at playing it. Like, yeah, they still are into each other, but they're exes, and there's a lot of baggage there. You can definitely feel that in every scene. Yeah. And, like, that is... Yeah, like, another- a great thing about this movie is how, like, the characters who have a history, you can, like, feel that they have a history. Like, you can tell that, like, uh, Rust and, uh, Danny have been, like, known each other for an extremely long time without them having to say it. Um, yeah, it's just great performances. Yeah. And great casting choices. <laughs> and, yeah. Because <laughs> um. this movie could have easily been, like, fairly- like mediocre if mm-hmm. it wasn't done correctly um but i think if it didn't have big names and like what good actors it would have not yeah because yeah, it's radar. not all big names um, well i feel like most of them are now yeah yeah they weren't um, then but they are now yeah definitely um the the one guy and i forget his name i feel like it starts with an l it was like maybe like uh, Lin- Lin- Linus. Linus. That's Matt Damon's character. No, no, not that one. Okay, what were you talking about? Then? <laughs> um, the guy that is like talking to everybody on the microphone during the highest. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh my God! How am I blinking on his name? I know who he is. Um, it's like Lin Lindman or uh... Lin Lanningham, I think. Okay. <laughs> Livingston. Livingston, yes. Oh my god, how did I? (laughs) I was even like think, even to remember, I was trying to think. Like I know who I, uh, female cast for that character, (laughs) and it was um, uh, Judy Greer. 
Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, I was like, what did I write down when I was, like, typing out the thing? Because <laughs> I was, like, I remember I was trying to think of, like, oh, should I give this person, like, a different name? Like, no, it's just Livingston. Forget yeah. it. <laughs> well, anyways, he is in iZombie now. Oh. He's, like, a bad guy in iZombie. I've never seen iZombie. Yeah. It's, um, it's the same guy that did Veronica Mars, and I actually... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much like zombie Veronica Mars, honestly. Yeah, that's kind of the impression I got. Yeah, I mean, from, it's like, what little that's I know bad, about it. But <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that's bad either. I'm just, <laughs> I've, also, I've also never seen Veronica Mars, but like... Um, they're, they're both good shows. There's some, there's some weirdness with Veronica Mars. There's a lot of like, oh, you could have handled that rape storyline a little bit better. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> At least they tried, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I can't, yeah. I don't know. For back in that day, they did, I feel like, pretty... Yeah, that was, like, well mid-2000s, right? Yeah. Monica Mars? Yeah. Yeah, like, early to mid. They did the best thing. It, it's, so, it's, so, it's so weird thinking about how... Like, it, it feels like things aren't changing, but, like, if you think about it, like, things have changed, like, a lot in, like, 10, 20 years. Yeah. Especially in, like, the media cultural landscape. Like stuff like the fact that there's like a Will and Grace uh revival on right now and mm-hmm. thinking about like Will and Grace way it was on at the time and what they did versus like what how they're handling it now mm-hmm. in like this new age where like it's like it took them like two seasons I think to have like a quick gay kiss on screen and it was just like I think some kind of like joke between Will and Jack and it wasn't like a real kiss mm-hmm. and it took like two seasons of build up to get to that. And, like, thinking about where we are now is just kind of, like, it. things have changed a lot. Yeah. In certain ways, I've kind of felt like we've kind of gone backward in some regards, but then I look at stuff like that and I'm like, oh, no, we have made progress. It's like, and you think, it's like, it doesn't, wasn't that long ago when you think about it. Yeah. Um, also, again, <laughs> referring to Buffy, um, Willow <laughs> and Tara, the lesbian couple on that show, they started dating and it was very much like there was a lot of kind of metaphors between witchcraft and lesbianism because they like couldn't really show anything so there was a lot of like oh we're doing spells together as like you know a euphemism for sex and then when they finally did have an on-screen kiss it was during like a really emotional episode when when Buffy's mom dies and I think that's the first time they ever kiss on screen and that was like oh my god that was like some of the first ever lesbians yeah. i think that kissed on screen yeah that must have been a big deal yeah at the time. i i know that there was like a fight with the the network over their relationship pretty much mm. yeah i think we, we're both in agreement it, it, a queer queer characters in anything automatically makes it better true as <laughs> long as they're add, not just add queer characters to all your stuff and like that the uh, San Junipero, uh, the creator of uh, Black Mirror, yes. the story for that originally was like a man and woman, and it was like kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I made it two women, that just automatically made it better, so that's my writing tip for you. <laughs> I saw that, and I love that. That's and I like, think that it's a good idea as long as it's not, of course, like a parody of. Yeah, 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 they treat it seriously. Person. Yeah. Yeah course and it's just like they're just characters like anyone else exactly you know? they're fucking people and treat them like people and treat them like characters and write them well and everything will be beautiful yeah. <laughs> and uh like uh one of my friend uh male friends on facebook uh, who's someone i don't know very well and he 
apparently he's an artist of some kind, I'm not sure. Uh, he was asking for, like, advice for writing women, and I'm like, honestly, just, you know, write them like they're people. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, just don't make everything revolve around dudes. Like, that's really <laughs> all it comes down to. And anything else, you know, if you're really that concerned, you can just ask female friends to look it over for you and let you know if there's any shitty stuff in it. But other than that, just just write it. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Yeah. I, um, I remember when I was little, I used to try to, like, illustrate and write my own books. And because there were not very many good depictions of women in media at the time, (laughs) I remember I was showing my mom one of them that I had made, right? And I was like, look, I did this. And she, okay, so the characters in my little book... I was like, they're going to get new dresses and they're going to love their dresses and then something bad's going to happen to them and they're going to be really upset because they liked their new dresses. Because I was really into, like, princesses and, like, fairies and stuff at that time. That's, so <laughs> That seems so out of character for you now, but uh, continue. I loved, like, unicorns and fairies and fantasy and princesses, but it was, like, they had to be, like, heroic princesses. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, they, right. there was this whole series that I, I read that was, like, these princesses that were all um different like gemstones and they all had their own kingdom and they were like corresponding to the different elements of of the world and they were all like heroic and and brave this sounds a bit sailor moonish yeah that's the kind of shit that i liked but (laughs) so these little stories were like based on that and i remember showing it to my mom and her being like why are they acting so stupid like they're acting (laughs) basically like she was so mean she like ripped it apart i mean not like physically ripped she didn't physically rip it up but she was like why would they act like this about this thing like they're acting so so dumb and like selfish or or something Uh, i was very small (laughs) oh it's probably got a lot to do with why i don't um show my writing to many people now and don't write that much because i you know there's always mm-hmm. that voice in the back of my head from <laughs> and my like, mom's always like you're such a good writer enough. why don't you show us your work anymore why don't you write anymore and I'm like well because, because first of all you don't have any boundaries and you just read shit that you're not supposed to anyways and second of all you give some really mean constructive criticism to small children uh, well if it, <laughs> it, yeah it's, it's like telling a five-year-old your story sucks it's like <laughs> It's like a five-year-old brings home, like, a drawing they did in class, and they're like, we're not putting this on the fridge. These don't even look like people. You need to do a better job. Why do they look like fucking balloons that got trampled by an elephant? You just, like, crumpled up and thrown in their face. Yeah. And, like, to be fair, my parents also were very supportive of, like, almost everything else that I did, and they would put up my stories, and my mom would write me stories to, like, when help me learn to read and everything so like they're not, they're not all terrible it's just like <laughs> those like little tiny things that your parents do yeah that they probably will never remember that just like yeah that makes such a huge impression on you at the time yep uh, that's wonder... why it's one of the reasons i don't want to be a parent i'd fuck them no. up <laughs> same i wonder what uh danny ocean's parents oh did, did to him when he was a kid. danny ocean origin story yeah <laughs> How did he get to to be a thief and a, a heistman? Yeah. In the second movie, they actually kind of, they go into um, Linus's parents, actually. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You find out about them. I don't want to spoil it in case you ever see it, because it's like a huge twist in the movie. But yeah. like, um, I Chris likes these movies, so I feel like we'll watch the other two together, yeah. probably. Because um, I, I want to see them. I do, like, 
like we said earlier, it's definitely like a precursor to all of the heist movies that we have now too. And I felt sometimes like this was Fast and the Furious without cars. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the Fast and the Furious movies. Well, you're gonna because we're gonna. <laughs> Well, you're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna do them for this podcast, and we're probably not gonna do the very first one. We'll probably do like the fifth or sixth one because I think those are the best ones. All right. But, no, actually, I, I think I don't know. The fourth one might be the best. I should I should see them because I have like film nerd friends who like love those movies. So <laughs> you you have to go into it expecting to have a good time. Yeah. But not expecting to like. Beef. have anything makes sense <laughs> well not necessarily but a lot of the stuff makes sense i mean you don't go in there expecting to be floored by vin diesel's acting i love him but i mean just don't expect that <laughs> don't expect physics to work into it the farther along the series you get um don't expect the female characters to either stay alive or in the story for very long <laughs> unfortunately like they is it those Am movies? I, Michelle better... Rodriguez in like all these movies or no? Yeah, she. Uh, I won't. I don't know. Do you want? Do you, do you care about? You don't. Care I don't care about spoilers for Fast and Furious. Well, she supposedly dies in one of the movies, and then when they come back, she, like I don't know if they didn't know that they were gonna make as many as they have made now, but um, there's like a movie without her in it and then in the next one you find out she didn't really die she's got amnesia she's working with the bad guys <laughs> <laughs> it's not they, 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 they sound like fun movies you they, know? they're extremely fun it's a good time it's like it's it's just fun and they're funny yeah. too like and they have very diverse casts besides i mean they do have a lot of like kick-ass women in them it's just a lot of the time they'll be in like one or two movies and then they'll move on or something and michelle yeah. rodriguez has spoken about that and been like hey guys maybe fucking have some more ladies that won't just disappear that'd be great <laughs> <laughs> or else i don't want to do these fucking movies anymore yeah so hopefully she'll get her way and we'll get our way because that, that would definitely make them even better i think yeah more ladies more gay people yep always <laughs> it's the general rule of them combine yep. the two whenever possible <laughs> yeah Anyway, that was Why Haven't You Watched That? We are Lita and Jackie, and we are signing off. Later. Later.